welcome back to another episode of Get Ready to Crumble. I I really apologize for the lack of episodes this season. Um, and just in general, like, I truly apologize. Um, there's just been a lot of shit going on. Um, you know, shit happens. Um, which I will explain in just a second. So, um, hold on, let's close this fucking door. Alright, so, um, before we get into this, um, shoutouts, so, um, I think I only have one shoutout today, um, it's Mama Howard's birthday, my mom's birthday, so, um, she turns 44 today, so, if you have my mom on, like, any social media platform, which I know a good amount of you that listen to this do, so if you could just give her, a, like, a happy birthday, she'd really appreciate that, because she's working on her birthday. Um, so yeah, everyone wish her a happy birthday, and if you don't have her on social media, you can always text me and, um, send a happy birthday to her through me, and I can show her. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that's all I have for, uh, shoutouts, so, uh, yeah, let's get ready to crumble. So, starting off with some real shit, you know, cause... I, I think it's appropriate that everyone should know what's what's up and why um, I'm not making episodes recently. Um, so, uh, basically, Sophie is not a part of um, Get Ready to Crumble anymore. She's not affiliated with Get Ready to Crumble anymore. Just nothing. Not a... Um, I announced that on uh, the Get Ready to Crumble uh, Instagram story. Uh, so, I I really don't want to talk shit, but, like, it's, it's real fucking shit, alright? This is, like, the real world, and I think it's appropriate to address what happened. Uh, Sophie owes me 300 fucking dollars. Um... <coughs> Alright, sorry, I've been dealing with allergies. Um, so, Sophie owes me 300 fucking dollars for gas and the fact that I've paid for her food a couple times. Um, she just is fucking, she treated me like shit as a friend. She pointed out my weight. She claims she's 130 and just kind of like, body shame me in a way. I'm not gonna get into that, but like, it's just a lot of bullshit that added up. She called me a bitch behind my back. She just always looked at me like I was the asshole when in reality, like, she was actually the one treating me like shit. Um, so, I don't associate with her anymore. She still owes me money, even though She'll tell everyone different. She'll probably go on her fucking stories after this and fucking spew some shit about me, but I, I don't really care, honestly. Like, in the end, I, she still owes me money. She's not a part of this. I'm done. I, I mean, I told her, like, when she apologized to me um, in December and wanted to be, like, my friend again, 
uh, I told her, I said, if you fuck up one more time, I'm not being your friend anymore. No more chances. Like, real shit. And she, she's like 20, but acts like she's like 16. So, I'm done with her. Like, goodbye, good riddance. Uh, I, I'm still considered Jocelyn as a friend, even though she still hangs out with Sophie, but shit happens. So, um, yeah, that's real shit right there. Um, but I am taking co-host applications. Um, it could be anyone. I don't care if you identify as a fucking pizza, like, piece of pizza. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you're black, white. I don't care. Gay, straight, I don't care. Um, I'm taking co-host applications. Uh, all, all really that I require is you reply back to me, you promote the podcast, um, you're then allowed to have to log in to our Instagram, our Get Ready to Crumble Instagram, um, which you'll be able to post on the Instagram story or make a post about the podcast. Um, you're also kind of in charge of, like, if it, someone wants to come on the podcast and all that. So it, it's really just about you having to be active on social media so that you can promote the podcast and brainstorm ideas with myself about what the next episode should be and everything. But yeah, uh, it's really not that difficult and not really a big requirement. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in being the co-host, text me. I'm all ears. I'm open to anyone that is seriously interested and wants to be a part of Get Ready to Crumble. But for now, Get Ready to Crumble podcast will have a new look. Um, Sophie will not be in the picture anymore. Um, so, whole page going to change. But, shit. That's life. So, on today's episode, um, I'm just going to get a little bit political here. Um, because of the recent events. Um... Roe v. Wade overturned. And I know the male audience is gonna turn away and be like, oh, fuck this, this is fucking stupid. But, like, this also applies to you, too. It impacts men as well. But for now, I'm going to, like, my male audience, you guys can just look up on Google how Roe v. Wade being overturned affects men. But for now, I'm going to put in my input on how I feel about this situation. And uh, if you're a pro-lifer, I'm just going to say this now. You're a fucking joke. People are so pro-life that they're so pro-death. Like, I'm starting off with this because I want, I want to. And, um, it's just fucking horseshit. Like, People that are pro-life want fucking women to die if they abort the baby. They get the death penalty if they want to abort a child. And Roe v. Wade being overturned literally said no exceptions. So if a fucking woman gets raped with the rapist's baby, they can't get the fucking kid aborted. Because according 
to Amy Barrett, she quotes, Your rapist loves you. Like, what? Are you fucking mentally ill? And then the poor women that are going to die because if they get pregnant, they could die from the pregnancy. So there goes women dying, innocent women dying because they can't get rid of a kid that will kill them. And then the government's really going to be questioning, oh, why are all these women dying? Because one, you're not letting these women fucking have abortions um, in general, and you're not letting the women that can die from having, uh, die from giving birth, uh, have abortions, and then you have these women giving themselves unsafe, non-medical abortions. Like, why are we bringing back coat hangers? Like, why? What's next? You're gonna ban coat hangers? I posted this thing on my story. I don't know if I saved it, but let's see if I did. Um, it was about me just going off. Yeah, so I described pro-lifers as this, so I posted this. I said, pro-lifers are a fucking joke. All you fucking pro-lifers um, are pro-life up until the baby is black, a part of LGBTQ, especially trans, uh, fat, uh, a woman, non-religious, and etc. Like, you fucking pro-lifers want this fucking kid to be white, Christian, skinny, male. Like, why? Like, you, like these pro-lifers, it, it may not have to be exactly that, but they will discriminate, and it's like, you're the same bitches that are like, oh, pro-life, save the babies. Like, why are you so pro-death then? You hate women because they want to decide what they want to do with these children. These things that don't even have an actual heartbeat yet. These embryos. Like, what? Oh, the kid didn't have a choice. Yeah, because the kid does it, it can't even walk. It can't even fucking breathe oxygen. Of course, it doesn't have a fucking choice. It's not even a real human yet. I don't consider it a human. Like, the fuck? But, continuing on, I also was like, not only that, but they're about killing women if they have an abortion, just like I said a couple minutes ago. Not all women abort a child due to unexpected pregnancy. There's many reasons why abortions happen. Not only that, but they're supporting teen moms, the failed foster care system, and claim, in quotes, everyone is looking to adopt a child. Here's my take on bitches like that being like, Oh, everyone is waiting to adopt a child. Try saying that to a child that has been rotting in the foster care system waiting for a home. You know how bad the foster care system has failed fucking America? It's horrible. You have kids basically rotting in the foster care system. But you still claim everyone is waiting to adopt a child. Really? Say that to that kid that has been waiting for an actual home. Say it to their face. See what fucking happens. Like, no. Not everyone wants to adopt a child. If anything, everyone's trying to have their own kids. 
So, if you're trying to ban this fucking abortion, then you're going to have, one, even worse overpopulation. You're going to have mothers or women in general giving themselves unsafe abortions and possibly killing themselves. You're going to have women dying because they can't carry a child because they will die from the pregnancy. And therefore, the kid will have no mom. You will have women giving birth to rapists. You will have teen moms getting kicked out of their house because they got pregnant and they couldn't get an abortion. And they're thinking about getting rid of birth control. If you're so pro-life, why are you so against birth control? It's called birth control for a reason. It's supposed to prevent pregnancies. The fuck? But yeah, I also was like a child slash adult carrying a rapist child. And of course, women who will die if they carry the child. The Supreme Court said, uh, in quotes, no exceptions. So that means innocent women are going to die. Women are going to hurt or kill themselves trying to give themselves unsafe abortions. So, all in all, if you're pro-life, you're a fucking joke. You are so pro-death, it's not even funny. But people people that are pro-life automatically think, oh, well, these pro-choice people think that they're supporting the fact that women can just get pregnant and kill the baby. Like, no. We don't support women just getting pregnant, having this unprotected sex, and letting themselves get pregnant, knowing damn well that they are, and just constantly getting abortions. No, we don't support that. We support if a child or adult gets raped and they want to get rid of a kid. That isn't what, like, I wouldn't want to keep my rapist kid. I wouldn't want that. The fuck? The fuck? I wouldn't want that. But then they say, if you don't want it, then just have the kid and get rid of it. No, because we also don't want the kid to rot in foster care. I would fucking hate that if I fucking lived the rest of my life knowing I couldn't get an abortion. And instead, I have to live every single day thinking, wow, the kid I couldn't get rid of is now rotting in foster care all because I can't support it financially. That's what I don't get. So... All in all, this would be a different fucking story if this were men's bodies getting laws put on them. Different story. It would be a totally different story. If men were getting laws put on their body, fuck, the whole world would fucking burn down. But it's like, why can't men? Have no rights. If you're taking away women's rights, take away men's rights. See how they fucking feel. Because men always get the benefit of the doubt. They always get they always get everything they want. They get higher pay. They get that promotion. They get the spot in the White House. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? All because I have a fucking vagina and a uterus. I don't get rights. I get less pay than a man. What are they doing that I'm not? I don't understand. So, fuck all those bitches in the Supreme Court. Because one, they're already doxing the fuck out of the Supreme Court justice system. 
They're fucking doxing the shit out of them. They have their credit card numbers leaked. They have their addresses leaked. Like, fuck. What's next? They get assassinated? Because I'd love to see Amy Barrett get fucked up. I'd love to see her get fucked up. Fucking saying, oh, your rapist loves you too. Like, no, 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 no. No. They're rapists for a reason. They just want sex. They raped you because they just want to fuck you. They don't care about you. They care about your sexual parts. Like, fuck that shit. And then, now, I'd like to carry into the topic of my new job. I know, I just switched gears completely. But I just wanted to get that off my chest. I, I really did. I didn't want to make it like a crazy long segment, but I know damn well I will name the episode after it. And I'm not doing it just for fucking clickbait. I'm doing it because people need to hear my shit out, alright? Um, but if you do go to any protests, please be safe because now they're getting the police involved where, um, people get, you know, tear gas and everything like that. So, um, stay safe if you are protesting. Um, and even if you are a man and you want to have your voice heard about how fucked up this is, speak. Because, honestly, women would love to hear men defend women on this. Um, so yeah, my new job, uh, I just got a job at a smoothie cafe, so now I'm gonna be making smoothies instead of wraps. Um, and I know some of you are gonna be like, oh, why'd you leave Rhapsody? You've been there for so long. Like, gosh, Rhapsody is great. No, it's not. It's like keeping up with the Kardashians, bitch. I can't do it. I get no hours. I've been there for five years, and this week I'm only getting ten hours. My two shifts are on Friday and Saturday, so that's fucking horse shit. Um, my manager, real low fucking blow, bringing back someone that already got fired in the past, but you're hiring them again? I'm scratching my head at that. Um... So yeah, uh, real low fucking blow on that. So I I walked in today after I had my interview at the smoothie cafe, which I got the job on the spot. So bless up. Um, I'm excited. I really am. Um, and they're gonna give me good hours. So I'm I'm fucking hype as shit. Um, but yeah. So um. I just couldn't do it anymore. I mean, it, it's bullshit. Like, I, I just, I can't live off of that. Um, but yeah, so, I'm, ah, shit, I'm running out of things to talk about, and we're only at, like, what, 20 minutes? Um, let's do, let's do something different. I know Gavin did this on his podcast, and it kind of sparked some ideas of shit to talk about. I don't have my vinyls, because they're packed away. But, I do have movies, and I'd love to talk about some of my favorite fucking movies. Um, so, I think, like, if anyone asks me, what's your favorite movie, I'm always gonna say these two. Um, The Shining, and, uh, Back to the Future. I, I hate Back to the Future 3, I'm not gonna lie, it was kinda shit. 
compared to the other two. But I still love them. And now this deer in my yard is making eye contact with me. Um, continuing on. Um, so The Shining. Uh, that movie was made in, like, what, 1980 or something like that? I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I know. It's my favorite movie and everything. Uh, it stars, uh, Jack Nicholson and, uh, Shelley Duvall. And I know some people are gonna be like, oh, Shelley Duvall's acting was, uh, low-key trash in the movie. But if you're gonna say that about Shelley Duvall, go fuck yourself. For real. Um, cause she was great. Uh, especially during the bat scene. Uh, lovely. It was beautiful. And it is considered a horror movie. I consider it a thriller. No lie. Um, and I know people think of horror movies as, like, you know, The Conjuring and all that shit. Like, you know, The Conjuring, um, Friday the 13th and all that stuff. But this is, like, a different kind of horror movie. It's, like, suspenseful almost because, like, it's basically about a family that, um, if you haven't watched the movie, um, I highly recommend. Um, it's about a family that has to, um, stay in a hotel located up in the mountains over the winter. Um, they're, like, the caretakers for the winter while, like, you know, it's, um, off-season, I guess. And, um... Basically, the husband, um, a.k.a. Uh, Jack Nicholson, um, that plays Jack Torrance in the film, uh, gets cabin fever and starts fucking losing his mind and starts, like, kind of, I don't know, I'd say hallucinating, but not really. Um, basically being like, you know, want, like, with the spirits of the hotel, and then he eventually, like, tries to murder his family. Um, but yeah, it's really good, and honestly, the acting was amazing in it, and the more times you watch it, the more you'll understand the context of the movie. Other than that, like, your first time watching through, you're kind of confused, but it's one of those, like, Things you gotta watch a couple times in order to understand every reference or everything that happens in the movie. Like, I know I've shown some of my friends The Shining because I'm like, oh, this is my favorite movie, you have to watch it, blah, 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 blah. And so it, they were confused, so we had to watch it a couple times in order for them to, like, understand. Um, but yeah, Back to the Future... I've, I know at least one motherfucker that hasn't seen Back to the Future, but that's okay. He's Canadian, um, so whatever, I guess. He's missing out. Michael J. Fox. Young Michael J. Fox. That sexy motherfucker. I watched the Back to the Future trilogy so many fucking times growing up. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. It's great. And... Honestly, it kind of proves why we shouldn't have time machines in this modern day and age. And I love it. It's a great 80s movie. And the soundtrack to it is amazing. The storyline is amazing. And I, I honestly, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's basically about a teenage boy that's friends with a mad scientist. Um, 
and they, um, they, you know, the crazy mad scientist, aka Doc Brown, um, I forget the actor's name, I think it's, um, Christopher something, Christopher Lloyd, I think, I don't remember, don't, don't fucking beat me up for that, um, but, uh, Doc Brown, um, invents a time machine, and Marty, aka, uh, Michael J. Fox, um, you know, they test it out, and they go back to the future, and eventually Marty ends up back in the 50s, where his parents first meet, and he tries to fix the future so that, like, you know, he doesn't fucking disintegrate and never exists. And turns out great. Um, second movie, also great. Instead of going back to the past, they actually go to the future in 2015. And 2015 didn't end up the way that 2015 was played out in uh, Back to the Future, but that's okay. Uh, it was a great movie anyways. Uh, Back to the Future 2 is basically him going to the year 2015, trying to get his son to not go to jail, I guess. And then it ends up being a spiral of um, their enemy, Biff, um, taking the DeLorean, you know, the time machine, and fucking up the timeline, and so they have to go and fix it and all this shit. Then there's the third movie. Um, third movie isn't great. Um, basically, in the second movie, uh, Doc Brown gets whisked away to the fucking western times, and the fucking time machine's all goofed up, so, um, Marty goes back, um, to 18-something, and, uh, goes to save Doc, and Doc finds a hot babe, a fucking, you know, a fucking broad, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the third movie isn't my favorite, but shit, whatever. Other two are great. Uh, another favorite, uh, is the, uh, James Bond series. I think out of all the James Bond movies, it has to be Casino Royale. That one was, like, immaculate compared to the others. I haven't seen the newest one, uh, No Time to Die. But all the other ones are amazing. I love them. Uh, Daniel Craig is my favorite James Bond. Sorry um, to all the Sean Connery fans. Um, but uh, James Bond movie series, that must, must watch. Like, you have to watch it. Basically, a British spy, pew pew, kills bitches, and has sex with a bunch of broads. Um, I got shown that when I was, like, way too young, but that's not the point. Let's see, uh, another favorite. Um, I, I'm gonna go, like, from, like, you know, back then to recent. I have the CDs right here. Let's see. Uh, I'm about to find out. Alright, so, two CDs I got in my hand, um, is my childhood favorite movie, um, I don't care if anyone makes fun of me for this. I really don't. It's a great film. Fuck y'all if you make fun of me for this. So this is, uh, in my hand, is the last Unicorn CD. It was... Oh, fuck. 
kind of was. It was in like, yeah, 1982. Um, it's a kid's film. But honestly, I don't find it to be a kid's film really. Just because of like some graphic scenes, I guess. Uh, basically, it's about a unicorn. She thinks she's the last. And so she finds out that like she kind of is the last one. So she goes on a mad, crazy, mystical adventure. Um, to find the other bitches, and she finds them, obviously. Um, but yeah, no, this is a great, great little movie. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. But yeah, um, next film, that's another one of my favorites, The Corpse Bride. Probably one of my favorite Tim Burton films out there. Um... Corpse Pride basically is about a guy who's about to get married, and he lives in this boring-ass um, world, and he's forced to marry someone he has an arranged marriage, so it starts with him. Um, it's just practicing his vows and all that shit, and he puts his wedding ring on a, like a tree branch, but it turns out it's actually Emily, the Corpse Bride. And she thinks that they're married, and he's like, well, shit, uh, no, we're not. It was a mistake. And it's, it's really wholesome. I love it. Um, I love Johnny Depp, and I'm so glad he won the case. But, yeah, I think my last favorite film, I know I'm explaining these really quick, but, like, these are kind of famous movies. Uh, is Coraline. That freaked me the fuck out as a kid, but that is not the fucking point, alright? Freaked me out as a fucking kid. Um, Coraline is about a, uh, angsty, uh, child. I, I don't know if she's a preteen in the movie or not, but it doesn't matter. She's still a child. Um, and, uh, forget who it's voiced by, but, um, I don't think Coraline's my last favorite film. <laughs> I have one more, don't worry. Um, Coraline, uh, rebellious kid, she complains about her life, uh, and how she had to move away from her home, and, um, shit. Then one day she finds this, um, tunnel that leads to the other world, and she thinks it's going fine and dandy, because her, in quotes, other mother is basically like, oh, look at all the wonderful things we provide you, stay here forever, blah blah blah, and eventually she finds out, uh, it, she's full of shit, <laughs> and she has to get her real parents back, and everything, so, uh, yeah, and my last favorite film, I know, especially Gavin is going to shit on me for this, is the newest Batman movie. Alright, Catwoman is my motherfucking bitch. I have a pop figure of her, like, normal, just standing. I have a pop figure of her on her motorcycle. And I have a keychain of her pop figure. It's like a mini version. Yeah, I have it right here. Um... It's amazing. It was uh, inspired off of the James Bond uh, 007 series. 
you know, those movies that I explained. Um, it was amazing. I mean, yeah, it had, you know, what's it, Edward, or, yeah, Edward from fucking, um, you know, Twilight, that motherfucker. Um, I know, it had him in it, but, like, he played really good for Bruce Wayne. I mean, come on. It was really good. And, of course, the storyline was great. You know, we got the Riddler in there. Soundtrack was also good. It was a great film, honestly. If you didn't, if, like, at first people were like, ah, the new Batman is shit, it's cheesy. I went and saw it for the first time, and oh my god. That was amazing. And, um, then I saw it again. I took, uh, Nick to see it. Because he hadn't seen it yet. So I was like, nah, you have to see this. Like, this is a must-watch. Like, you have to. So I saw it twice. And honestly, I would watch it, like, five million times more. It was great. Um, and honestly, I can't hate on it. But obviously, like, The Dark Knight is obviously way better, not gonna lie, but, like, for this being a newer Batman film, this shit was lit, alright? But, yeah, no. The Dark Knight, way better. Obviously, you can't hate on Joker. He was amazing. But, yeah. So, I think this is gonna conclude the episode. I mean, I'm kinda cut short on time, because Gavin's coming to pick me up. Um, but I, again, am really sorry for the lack of episodes and I hope that this episode didn't like fly by too fast and you were like ah if you're like you know an actual fucking listener um you know you're not like oh well she kind of rushed through the episode fuck this shit um if I did rush I'm sorry but um promise you the next episodes are gonna be great um, if you want to be a guest on the show, DM me, and if you want to be the new co-host, hit my line, uh, I'm willing for anyone to be a part of the, uh, podcast for co-host, um, but yeah, um, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode, I hope everyone tunes in and listens to this and enjoys it, and, um, yeah. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode, and I hope you guys have a great, um, day, month, year, I don't know, but, uh, thank you guys for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Adios!